cool. Are they basically just like psychological programs? No, so the archetype walks are essentially about discovering and accessing these different ingrained and universal routes into human psyche, like in our brain. Mm -hmm. And some of those like archetypes would be, you know, the sage or the innocent one mm -hmm. and the magician or the warrior or the king. And these are actually like networks in our psyche that when accessed, it's like its own self-contained power center. Mm -hmm. And literally like Carl Jung saw the archetypes as gods, as gods within us that we need to cultivate and tap into. And like within every person's psyche, there's four mature archetypes, like the north, south, east, west. I like to think of it as like the sage or the innocent. The south is like the warrior or the wild one. West is the magician. North is the king or queen. And it's like the sovereign ruler. And developing and accessing those and cultivating those poles leads to like a fully developed individual. And the medicine walks is essentially like connecting to those aspects of us and breaking out of just like normal ego operations and like the reality instead of consciousness in which we're normally in and showing us that like wow we have so many different aspects to us so they're going to start with like a 20 to 30 minute warrior walk into nature well first off you set a container so we're going to go for like four or five hours into nature okay so we're going to set this container together and we're going to set intentions and have a ceremony and in the ceremony is mostly about opening to nature opening to great spirit and the lessons that come mm. but also like giving to nature instead of just like mm. going into our internal world and trying to take from everything and try to figure our own shit out but like giving our appreciation giving our awareness to things mm. so we're gonna have a gratitude circle we're gonna open to spirit we're gonna set some intentions and i'll probably read a hymn from like hermes mm. and then we're gonna enter nature and for the first 20 to 30 minutes walking into nature, it is all about severance and severing from like basically the world, what's been going on. Because usually when we enter nature, there's a lot of like thoughts about, oh, I should be doing this or like, cause you're finally having a little bit space. Mm. So also like inner war just like yeah. bubbles up, right? So just like right away, warrior. We don't gotta do anything else, but just like walk into nature, be in your warrior, get in your body, right? Mm -hmm. And 20, 30 minutes in, I'm sure a spot will come that's aligned and we'll sit down. Now it's time to completely let everything go. And then we're going to slowly build up connection with the external world. So the whole archetypal walk is essentially by the end, the goal is to create harmony inside and out so that we can see clearly and be deeply connected to the self and the world around us as like one unified being. So right here is, I like to call it just like A, just like a deeply like present and stillness it's all about stillness and breathing deeply and it's letting everything go letting the world go letting the body go just like getting very deep into the breath and a full breath and then from there we're going to slowly build up so i'm going to like ask everyone to just bring their awareness while doing the t so the whole time doing a tantric breath work five seconds in hold for five five seconds out hold for five mm. And now we're gonna slowly build up a connection to senses again. Mm -hmm. So while our eyes are still closed, we'll feel the wind on our skin. We'll feel the breeze, right? We'll feel the sunlight and the warmth of it. We'll feel the ground beneath us. And then we'll, then we'll connect to the sense of maybe smell. Actually smell will come a little bit later. We'll connect to the sense of uh, hearing. Yeah, yeah. So we're like, <laughs> listen, how many birds can you perceive? Like really connect to it while breathing deeply. And just like 
like basically after we have calmed the storm within us slowly connect to each sense and when it comes to vision we're going to start really small just observing like up like lay on our backs and just observe a blade of grass or an ant right because the goal really is i've noticed that going into nature and just trying to like behold the entire landscape of serene beauty is impossible mm. and we feel really separate and disconnected so by starting small, by starting like looking at that blade of grass and just becoming so present and aware with that blade of grass or that ant or a leaf, you know, and slowly building up to giving our awareness and really appreciating a whole tree, all the sounds, all the ripples through it, right? And then we're going to go to vision part two, which is actually like called owl eyes by trackers. And this is actually where you don't focus on anything in particular, but on everything. And you see the peripherals of your vision. Like you look through the peripherals and you see motion like and patterns like throughout the whole vision. So if you're looking at like a landscape or a tree, instead of like focusing on a leaf, see the whole tree in like your peripheral vision and see the motion, right? So we'll connect to those two aspects of vision. And then as we'll start walking, we'll smell flowers, right? And this is all very softly done. It's all soft. We'll smell flowers, we'll smell the pine cones, we'll connect all the senses up and our breath will be connected and the, and the thoughts and stuff will be still. It's about presence right now, cultivating tantric presence. And then uh, as we begin to walk, right, we're gonna enter the, into the sacred fool. And this is gonna be the east facet of the self. And usually like the goal and the intention is to hopefully have like built a strong rhythm of tantric breathing five seconds in five seconds out so that we can maintain like deep breath and awareness through all the archetypes but either way we're going to start with the sacred fool and the sacred fool is just like it, it is just that a sacred fool it's in an alien world like everything's new to it it has no concepts of what colors are what is a tree so it's just like everything's like new right and you're not trying to be so deep and grave and be like oh i see spirit and stuff it's like no, everything's just kind of amusing. Like how the bumblebee just went over there. Like it's kind of amusing. Like it's just like, <laughs> like how that tree has grown is just like amusing. And it's just like a sacred fool kind of wandering through the forest. Like nothing deep, nothing intense. And the whole aspect of it is like you almost feel, um, you almost feel drunk. Like you almost get high on it because you're being so soft. Everything's so gentle. Your body's just loosey-goosey, right? And, and your, perce your perception's just soft and fuzzy. And, like, this is an amazing practice because it taps you like an inner child without trying to be a child. Just mm. be a sacred fool and be soft, and the child will come out of you. The next facet, after, like, 30 minutes of that, 20 minutes of that, is going to be the wild one or the hunter. It's my favorite one. Ooh. And we're going to stalk through the forest. So while maintaining just like all of a sudden instead of now being so loose and soft now you're going to be graceful and slow and you're going to stalk through the forest on your path mm. and the hunter is so connected to the sounds to the patterns in nature the hunter is like so silent and it's the hunter and the hunted so it's almost like a deep awareness of everything around you like you are a native wild one in the forest hunting and you're gonna get into this hunter mindset and just stalk through the forest. And this is a crazy amount of focus. It's a crazy amount of focus. It's an aspect of the warrior. And it's just so clear. It's so like, you're just one with nature. You're so graceful, slow, and like, yeah, it's the hunter. Then we're gonna go west. West is the magi and it has two facets. 
So at usually at this point in a walk, like two hours in, you have enough space where contemplation of life, A, won't be so like, it won't be so hard. You're not going to be like, oh shit, like, ah, oh, I got to stop this or keep doing this. Or like, it's, it's more space. The West is all about entering sacred space and the West is peace. The West is the sunset, which is just like a peaceful surrender, a peaceful surrender into sacred space. And in the West, there's a heart and a mind aspect. The heart one, if people are called that way, would be a like the muse and the beloved and like singing songs of the soul to nature, singing with nature, or like, you know, singing the song to, to your inner child, or your beloved self, or your long lost twin soul or something. And that's like the muse. And the other side of, of the magician in sacred space is clear vision. It's just like you're surrendered. You're not so attached so you can like actually see the processes and systems of how you're living. So maybe it's going to be a sitting meditation. Maybe you're going to keep walking in the magician. I would suggest continue to walk. And also in this magi- magician facet, the symbolism of nature comes, comes into play because it's all about clear vision. And, it's, and why it's like third is it's not just you thinking and like projecting into the world, but it's you thinking with nature. Mm-hmm. So like your thoughts and stuff, it's slow, it's sacred, it's in ceremony, right? And you're just letting them see, seeing what comes to you instead of trying to think, you know, and letting nature like reflect to you, your thoughts and your being. And it's a sacred space where we can actually get clear vision on how we're living because we have the space to see, right? We have the space to see like, wow, I feel so good on my own source right now. Like why, look at all these different times where like, you know, I've succumbed to things because I didn't know this part of myself. Also, clear vision has to do with who you are and what you're here to do. And maybe asking the tree for guidance or asking the waterfall for guidance, you know, after giving our appreciation and awareness. It's entering that sacred space alone. And that's the magician aspect that we're going to cultivate there. And see, they're going to, I'm going to encourage walking, but you can sit down for that aspect too. And now we're we're heading towards like the summit or a peak and you might we might have to tap back into the warrior for a while just to like gain some distance and like get towards the peak and just let it all go again and then at the peak or towards the top we're going to have the king or the nurturing one and usually this happens to me after like i've been hiking for four hours i've made peace with everything i've made peace with my soul like i have the vision so i can like okay this is a few changes i need to make and now it's time to like hold yourself in nurturing love and just like wow man you're doing it you made it all the way up this fucking mountain like you're on a crazy roller coaster in this life you know, and it's just like holding yourself from the higher consciousness, from a higher perspective. And that's your king. Your king is wise and compassionate, nurturing and generative. Like everything he touches, he fills it with life, like life force, right? So it's like holding your child that's been so wounded or holding like yourself that is tied into all these knots and whatnot. And just like really understanding compassionately and just like nurturing that. And also like the king externalized well the king inside also is like the balancing of the two worlds the king like is so centered he balances all forces so it's like complete sovereignty in yourself and just like wow i'm the sovereign of my own being not my thoughts not my feelings like not my body can make me do anything i am the sovereign and i'm i'm attending to all these worlds within me with loving compassion 
And then that externalizes like when you're walking, it's like you are this like nurturing like godfather to all the plants almost, but like not above them. You're just in communion with them. And like every plant you walk by, you're just like, oh, hey, little guy. And like you move the bug over to the next leaf or like, <laughs> you, like you praise the tree. A huge thing about the king is the king gives praise and blessings to people to build them up because mm-hmm. everyone looks up to the king. Mm-hmm. And then also it holds this like state of calm, compassion and wisdom. And like, so nothing, in, when you're in your king, nothing really throws you. You already went through the West where you're like, you're seeing the shadow and whatnot. And now you're just standing in the sovereignty and like giving this like generative spirit to all things and uplifting all things and like tending and nurturing all worlds within you. Mm-hmm. And then usually towards like the last 45 minutes of a hike, when you're nearing the bottom, it's time to be like playful. You're just like, you're going downhill, you're heading home, like you're, gonna, you're getting ready to eat and stuff. And you just, you've done the whole thing. You've been through the whole thing. This is when your sage comes out. When a sage, he doesn't need to do anything. He's already done all of it. Like, and the sage is also has this like deep spark of joy within him. Yeah. He has this like deep sense of peace within him. And he is, he is not like nurturing to nature. He is literally one with nature. He is playing with nature. He is playing with all the symbolism. He's playing, he, it's, just, it's just play. Mm-hmm. And the sage is also just like the innocent and the mm-hmm. child. Mm-hmm. But it's like a divine mind, a divine understanding, a divine connection. Mm-hmm. The sage is kind of almost a symbol inside of us mm-hmm. of the one who is deeply connected to spirit and doesn't need to like think or know or observe spirit. Mm-hmm but like is, is a part of it dancing. It's like spirit dancing through you. Like you are so deeply connected. It's like beyond even needing to know or think about it. Beyond even needing to see the symbolism. Like you are the symbolism. And that's like the sage. It's like the living spirit inside of you. And yeah, uh, within the walk, we'll probably have like, that's like the main archetypal day walk. Like other days we'll have, you know, different types of meditations. And the first day is going to be like less. It's just going to be like, let's go into nature together and just like create some distance. And we're going to talk about breathing with the wind and breathing with the trees mm-hmm. and these types of things. Mm-hmm. But day two is going to be definitely heavy on the, the archetypal walks. Mm-hmm. And then that morning I'll give a seminar on all the archetypes. And that evening we'll integrate. So we'll have an integration circle and each everyone's going to talk about like what archetypes stood out to them most and what they like a- accessed in their experience doing it. And the thing is, is like everyone's experience is going to be different. You know, like mo- some people, many people may not like actually like tap into to that capacity of the sage within them super strong because all these aspects must be like cultivated. And also, like, every experience is different, how it flows. Maybe you skip the magician part or skip the warrior part or something like, mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, that's, like, the, the archetypal walks for the nature immersion. I, I really related to the sage recently because... And first off, that sounds...